now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the, the Derriers. Doing what we do, driving up and down the back roads of America, just picking up music wherever we can find it. It's out there. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. And there's a ton of it. There's a bunch of music yeah. out there. Yeah, it's great. So we're having some fun doing this, and we're discovering new music every day. Well, yeah. And, you know, people ask us, they say... Derriere's. Exactly. What is Americana music? Which is a good question. Well, it is. And uh, we do have an answer. We have an answer. And there's a lot of opinions, too, which, of which we have one of those. And we have our own opinion. Exactly right. Yeah. And that is, um, it's music with distinctive, distinctive American, American roots. roots. That's right. And and that's a mighty wide palette there. Oh, yeah. There's a you know, lot of room in there. Well, having said that, you know, it could be folk. It could be rock and roll. It could be bluegrass. It could be jazz. It could be punk. It could it could be punk. It could be swing. Um, opera. It could be bubblegum. Big band. Electronic. Boogaloo. Boogaloo always <laughs> ends the conversation. Boogaloo. All that and more. It just cracks me up. And the format of the show is that um, each of us shows up each week with a virtual fistful of tunes that we have not yet disclosed to the other guy. That's exactly right. And we uh, parse them out one at a time, and we take turns starting the show. And I believe I started last week, Leo. So it's my turn. It's your turn. You remember uh, our last show, I started talking about... Um, Grievances, basically, trying to right wrongs when it comes to music. You know? Yes. And I got through a couple of my... It reminds me of a Festivus, right? You know, it's like the uh, uh, feats of strength and airing of grievances. There you go. <laughs> so Wow. So, yeah, well, I'm not going to go that far. Oh, good. I'm not going to you know, do any feats of strength. That's, yeah, okay. good. <laughs> but, that, that'd be a, a definite lose. <laughs> the subject of my airing of grievances today is a song called Abilene. All right. Okay, now you've heard me talk about this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's back up first to talk about the performance that everybody's familiar with. It was done by uh, George Hedge Hamilton, George Hamilton IV, right? Right. And uh, he passed away. He was born in 37. He passed away in uh, 2014. But uh, he was an American country musician. And he began performing in the late 1950s as a teen idol. So that's how he got oh started. Yeah, he, he made some big changes in his life after that. Uh, he, he was born in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. You know, good old country western town. You better believe it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he attended Richard J. Reynolds High School, you know. But listen, he had a, he had a hit. He had his, a career as a, a pop singer. And then uh, he, he joined the Rockabella Tour, right? And he played with people like Eddie Cochran, Buddy Holly, the Everly Brothers, Little Richard. And then he went on to be invited to uh, join the cast of the Jimmy Dean Show. And he performed regularly there with people like Patsy Cline and Jimmy Dean. So, you know, he had wow. head out going crying. But then he picks up this song called Abilene. All right. Let's talk about the history on that. A lot of people think that song is about Abilene, Texas. 
I know. And it's, it's just not. That's true. It's not. Yep. It's written about Abilene, Kansas, just mm-hmm. down the road from where we live in Kansas City. Uh, it was written by Bob, K- uh, Bob Gibson and Lester Brown and John D. Loudermilk, whose name keeps coming up. Yeah, know? sure. And it was recorded by uh, George Hamilton IV, but it, it reached number one on the U.S. country music chart for four weeks and peaked at number 15. Now, listen... Bob Gibson, who wrote it, was inspired to write the song after watching the Randolph Scott film Abilene Town. And the the setting for the film is Abilene, Kansas, which is the railroad town at the end of the Chisholm Trail. And uh, Gibson said the song had erroneously thought to be about Abilene, Texas, which is named for the Kansas cow town that had been established 24 years earlier. So there you go. You better believe it. I have just aired my grievance. Yeah, way to go. Get <laughs> so, it out there to you know to those two people that are listening. I feel so much better now. I, I do. I'm, I'm glad you do. And, Let's and listen. I think that's great. George Hamilton the Fourth doing Abilene from 1963. Abilene, Abilene, prettiest town I've ever seen. Women there don't treat you. I sit alone most every night Watch those trains pull out of sight Don't I wish they were carrying me Back to Abilene, my Abilene Abilene, Abilene Prettiest town I've ever seen Women City, there ain't nothing free, nothing in this town for me. Wish to the Lord that I could be in Abilene, sweet Abilene. Abilene, Abilene, prettiest town I've ever seen. Women there don't treat you. Glad I got that off my chest. That's a that's a great tune, Leo. It really is a good yeah. tune. We've played that a lot with our friends, you know, down in Winfield. Oh, and sure. like that. So. Yeah. Good yeah. tune. Yeah. Glad you picked it. I, and it's your turn. Okay. So you remember, um, I don't know, a few shows back, uh, I featured a guy by the name of Jeremy Wakefield. Yes, I did. Okay, on steel guitar. Uh-huh. Uh, played uh, the SpongeBob SquarePants oh, stuff, that's right? Exactly. I knew right? that. Ding, ding. Okay. okay. Yeah, okay. So in uh, reading his bio, uh, it said something about he played with a group called the Bone Break Syncopators. Okay. I just had to go digging. <laughs> of course you did. That's a great name. It is. So yeah. uh, I, I, I looked into it, and uh, they're, they're a musical quintet uh, from out in, I think, around L.A., in that area. So uh, personnel include DJ B- Bonebreak uh, is on vibraphone. All right. Okay, so he's kind of the leads it, I guess. T.K. Smith 
uh, is on electric guitar. He plays with uh, Big Sandy and the Flywright boys, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Jeremy Wakefield, uh, of course, Jeremy plays with Asleep of the Wheel, Lucky Stars, uh, uh, Dave Stuckey and the Rhythm Gang. Now, he's on steel guitar. Wally Hersom. This is like a super group, basically. Yeah, but I don't know Wally Hersom. Uh, I mean, Wally Hersom uh, also plays with Big Sandy and Flywright okay. uh, boys and Lucky Stars. Uh-huh. Uh, we featured them one time. Yeah. He, he's on upright bass. And then Dave Stuckey, uh, Dave Stuckey uh, uh, combo uh, and the Rhythm Gang. He's on drums. And so then yeah, Dave, right. you know, a, I mean, it's just a super a group, right? Yeah. And so Dave and Jeremy both uh, uh, sing, uh, uh, you know, sing sometimes. But um, so I, I did find a, a, an album of theirs, but then I, I ran across a live recording of them uh, at the Redwood Barn Grill in L.A. This was from uh, October 22nd of uh, 2010. They do a great uh, rendition of this tune. Let's hear the Bonebake Secapators on Limehouse Blues. Thank you. 
was different. <laughs> that's swing it, baby. Swing yeah, it. That's swinging, man. Yeah, that's some fun stuff there. Wow. Yeah, I'm glad I found that. It's, it's a good, uh, the bone break syncopators. The bone break syncopators. <laughs> okay, Leo. Well, where do we go from there? Well, we're going to talk for just a second about, first of all, um, a good friend of ours, um, Art. Oh, yeah. He's, he's been all over our program and everything. And, and he consistently, just about pretty much every week, has got some something cool to something recommend. Cool. Yeah. Exactly right. And we, we're very grateful for all of everybody that you know, oh, yeah. gets all of us. And, 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 mm-hmm. But in, in Art's honor, mm-hmm. we decided we had to figure a way to honor these guys that uh, have helped yeah. us. So, so uh, Art is the first re- recipient uh-huh. of the Third Cheek Award. Yeah. Right. Yes. The Derriere's Third, third Cheek, Cheek Award. Award. That's right. Well, you know, you had the fifth Beatle. You had the fifth Beatle. Now so. we have the Third Cheek. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we actually did let him know via email. He he was honored. That's right. And uh, Art, there's a little something uh, we put in the mail today for you to honor that. And uh, There might be a couple more in the future. We'll see how it well, goes. Well, yeah, that, there's a couple more of you out there that uh, are worthy so uh, so there you go. Watch the mail. Watch the mail. Okay. Okay, so he turned me out of this. This guy's name was Henry St. Clair Fredericks Jr. Wow. Yeah, that's a mouthful, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Again, that's one of those names. Why would you change your name? Right. Especially if you're just going to change it to Taj Mahal. <laughs> well, okay. that's a pretty distinctive name, that, too. That's a big darn name. He was born in... Uh, and uh, St. Cl- now, where was it? Harlem. He was born in Harlem, Manhattan, in New York, and he grew up in Springfield, Massachusetts. But get a little of this man. He had every influence going for him. His uh, he grew up in a musical environment. His mother was a member of a local gospel choir, and his father, Henry St. Clair Frederick Sr., <laughs> was an Afro-Caribbean jazz arranger, arranger and piano player. Now, his family owned a short rave, uh, radio which received broad music broadcasts from around the world, actually, and exposed him at an early age, early age to world music. Yeah. So he grew up listening to it. And actually, he rec- he recognized the stark differences between popular music of his day. We talk about pop music all the mm-hmm. time and how it was turned out, you know. Right. And the music that was played in his home on this shortwave radio, he became interested in jazz, and he listened a lot to Charlie Mingus, Leolinus Monk, Milt Jackson, you know, his parents came of age during the Harlem Renaissance, um, and they instilled in their son a sense of pride because he had uh, Caribbean and African uh, ancestry uh, in his bones. Right. right? So uh, anyway, he just it did everything. He was playing with everybody. And he reached a point uh, in about in the early 80s where he just felt stalled out. I mean, he just, what am I going to do next, you know? So um, he moved to uh, Hawaii. Okay, now this is something that I had no idea of. And uh, he soon formed a hula band. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, man. Originally, it was just uh, a bunch of guys getting together for fishing, you know, and, uh, drinking a few beers and having a good time. But all of a sudden, they started playing gigs. Wow. And the next thing you know, they were doing albums. I just started liking them more. <laughs> yeah, uh, really, it's, it's really cool. Uh, the uh, the Dayton Daily News uh, Described it that this the sound of it is gentle calypso backbeat snakes its way through the project, creating a warm, laid back, breezy feel. And I like the way they described it. The shock of hearing the first song sounds a bit like a gruff voiced Mose Allison singing reggae at Don Ho's Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's creative. Oh, man. Wow. This is great. Anyway, this 1997, okay? Uh, this is a song he did with that band, and it's called The New Hula Blues.
That's fun. Isn't that nice? Yeah, that's cool. It's got that sweet, you know, steel going on. Yeah, up, harmonics. On yeah, man. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah, it's cool. Oh, I, I used up a lot of time. I'm sorry. Yeah, and I think we're about out of time for this segment. Well, we have to take a little break. Well, we do. Uh, tomorrow's moving day, of course. It's, it's moving day. And we need right. to go police the area. Uh-huh. And, of course, we have to check that left, left rear inside duel. duel. Okay. So... You grabbed the tire tester. I knew this was going to happen. I got it last week. I know you did. Okay, I'll get a trash bag. Okay, I'll get the tire tester. Yeah, we'll go take care of that. And uh, we'll be back uh, pretty quick here. This is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Truckers Radio Radio USA. USA. Yeah, we're back. We are back. That tire was down just a little. Yeah, about four pounds. Just consistently, you know? Yeah. And you know what? There's some comfort in that. There's I guess. comfort in that. It's a 90 pound tire. <laughs> I know that's true. That's true. So yeah. you know, yeah. Okay. Well, good. Thank All you right. for um, uh, you know manning I up and doing that. Bullets the whole yeah. time. I you, know. You know how I feel about that. Yeah. I had a. Here's what's happened. I was traumatized when I was 12 because mm-hmm. I had a bicycle tire blow up on me when I was filling it up. Okay. I don't know if I ever confessed that to you before. No, you didn't. It, it traumatized me for the rest of my life. I hate airing up tires. Okay. Well, okay. It's not going to get you out of it every other week, <laughs> just so you know. Shoot. But nice try. Okay, thanks anyway. Uh, you know, we are, uh, we're broadcasting this week from the Shady Grove RV Park right here in Millington, Tennessee. In Millington, Tennessee. Uh-huh. What, what a town. It's kind of, it, we never know much about where we're going. We throw the dart. And that's where we go. And that's where we go. Yeah, we don't have a choice. That, no, we don't. Yeah. But again, it's a nice little town. It's mm-hmm. not very big. I mean, it's about 10,000 people, yeah, that's give or take. big for us. And it is for us. And, and it's um, it's it's a military town. It's had a military base here off and on. The only time the military base here apparently was really doing well and was things were going well was during a war. All right, well, that, so, yeah, First World War. Oh, they they made an air base out of the thing, right? Second mm-hmm. World Korea. Every time there was a war, they were doing pretty well here. Other than that, mm, you know, not so much. They come and go a little bit. Yeah. But uh, they were awarded uh, the grant of the title Flag City, Tennessee, by the Tennessee State Legislature. Okay. Wow. And, you know, this is a lot of flags. I, I, that kind of explains that. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. But listen, uh, like I said, it's a military town. And one of the things that has kept the town doing so well is that um, a lot, large part of the population is retired military. Okay. Okay. And uh, they've had uh, they've had things coming and going all the time. They do have one big celebration sometime in the summer. I couldn't figure out what the exact date was, but it's called Goat Days. Oh man! <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, you got to have Goat Days. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Darn it, we might have to come back. It's it's in September, so we'll have you to have to come back later. Uh, it takes place at the USA Stadium grounds, right? It was just okay. a nice place, you know. And it's a local hometown events like a tractor pull and ice cream and you know, but the the highlight is the goat chariot race. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh man, I would love to see the goat chariot race. You know, it just I want to do this. Oh. But something notable, and it, it does kind of relate directly back to you. In May of 2010, uh, a flood happened, and it flooded the uh, the campground. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad we weren't here I'm then. I'm glad we weren't here then. No, yeah. we were not. We've been flooded out of campgrounds before. We have. Yeah. Notably down in, in Winfield. In with Winfield the fest- at the festival. Right. Yeah. But they, uh, there was a, the water came up and a nearby levee broke and it caused a record-setting flood. So there you go. Wow. I'm glad we weren't. Uh, the other good thing about this, you know, we have, we have, we like to go out a little bit. If we can, yeah. We found out there's 35 bars within a few blocks of Shady Grove. So... 
Yeah. We, really we managed, haven't quite gotten to all of them not yet. Not to all of them yet. We, we got one our, more night. We did our best. <laughs> well, uh, people ask us, they say, Derriers, exactly why is it that you travel across this great country of ours in that old RV? Well, that's, it's what we do. I well, mean, it's kind of all we have. We don't have any place else to go. Yeah, just one place to the next. That's it. Yeah. And not like our friends here. Well, our compadres here on uh, Truckers Radio USA, right. they have these things called ranches. ranches yeah. Yes. And uh-huh. they get to do their shows from the relative comfort of their ranches. And, and I'm always thinking they're in their bathrobes with puppy slippers, maybe a be. lazy boy, you know, something Cup like that. A cup of hot cocoa or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. Or something. Yeah. Of course, Rex Allen Jr., he has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch in the Dos, Dos Cabezas Mountains. Mountains. Yes. And uh, Alan Bailey, of course, has the Swing and Gate Ranch out in western Kansas. Tennessee Jim, the Diamond W Ranch on the edge of the Kansas Flint Hills. And our buddy Orrin Friesen, of course, has the, the Rock and Banjo Ranch. Ranch. Yeah. And, you know, we were whining uh, to our pal Suzanne about the fact we that we didn't, didn't have, have a ranch. We didn't have a ranch. And she yeah. said, oh, come on, suck it up, guys. She said, <laughs> Stop you whining. Got the, you got the biggest ranch of all. It's uh, it's border to border, you know, and, and other border and to border. Other the entire continental borders. United States. And so you could say it would be a ranch. Without, Without fences. fences. Yeah. And we travel it. In our RV. Called. Rambling Roads. Rambling Roads. Why you ride. Ah, sweet Rosie. Rosie gets us there. She does. Yeah. She does get us down the road. Yeah. We got to get her a new tire one of these we days. We did. But... What's like till her birthday? Yeah. It would give her something special. That's good. Yeah, I think so, too. All right. Okay. Let's see. I believe that you're up, aren't you? I am. Okay. What do you got? You're going to love this. Uh, Chris Hillman. Of course, Chris yeah. Hillman. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what an interesting guy, man. Just a, a powerhouse. Uh, played in so many bands. But his very first band um, it was in San Diego, and, and uh, he was known as a pretty solid player. And so he got invited to in- join his first band, which was called the Scottsville Squirrel Barkers. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the band lasted barely two years. They recorded only one album called Bluegrass Favorites, and it was distributed in supermarkets. <laughs> However, it was a posthumous reputation as the spawning ground for a number of musicians who went on to play in the Eagles, the Flying Burrito Brothers, the Birds, Hearts and Flowers, and the Country Gazette. Okay. You know, so... Absolutely. Yeah, I I mean, when you look at these great bands, we look at these great bands, well, they all started somewhere. Right. And they're just a bunch of guys playing music, right? Yep. So, you know, we could go through his, uh, you know, his life in music, but I'm going to jump to uh, 2017. And uh, um, he did an album. Yes. And um, um, I found a Billboard interview... And uh, he said, uh, when they're asking about this album, he said, he said, I didn't think I would ever make another record. And that wasn't coming out of any kind of bitterness or whatever. He said, I had some songs that I had not recorded, but I was sort of winding down. He said, it was, uh, okay, I've had a great 54-year career. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and he well, said, and looking at the way the business is at this point, there was no reason to do another album. So, you know, at the time, he was going out and doing shows with Herb Peterson, uh, Tom Petty, uh, you know, and, uh, but these guys, uh, oh, uh, John Jorgensen, too. Of course, John Jorgensen, yep. Uh, So, uh, but these guys listened to some of these songs, you know, that he had not recorded, and they're like, yeah, we need to do this. Uh And so, uh, people, uh, it was originally going to be an acoustic album, and then it kind of changed as it went, but uh, so you have... Herb Peterson, John Jorgensen, 
Roger McGinn, uh, McGuinn, McGuinn yeah. David Crosby, uh, all these guys on this thing. And uh, man, it's just a it's a cool album. Now before you before you play it, mm-hmm. you saw me reach around and grab something behind me when you were talking. Uh, I did. Is my on deck pile? Yeah, I got a little nervous. Okay, look what I'm look what I got here. Uh, no, that's a different one. It's a different one, but uh-huh. it's still the same guy, it's right? It's the same guy, of course. Okay, I had yeah. my Chris Hill on my, on my two playlists. So. Oh, okay. There you go. Well, I'll beat you to this you one. beat me to that one. So uh, let's listen to this one. Uh, the name of the album from 2017 is called Biden My Time, and the song is When I Get a Little Money. When I get a little money I'm gonna buy a bird that sings Other things that I might say When you look at me that way I'm gonna buy a bird that sings When I get a little money I'm gonna buy a fishing boat But it's only an excuse Just to sit and talk with you I'm gonna buy us a fishing boat You can't buy a tender whisper You can't sell a sad goodbye I can buy the things that might keep you close to me It's worth it just to have you by my side When I get a little money I'm gonna buy a wishing well Toss our pennies down Till our heyday comes around I'm gonna buy us a wishing well You can't buy a tender whisper You can't sell a sad goodbye I can buy the things that might keep you close to me It's worth it just to have you by my side When I get a little money Get a little more We'll give it all away Build missions in your name After all, that's all that money's really for When I get a little money I'm gonna buy a bird that sings Of the things that I might say When you look at me that way I'm gonna buy us a bird that sings When I get a little money That's just a good song. Isn't that nice? Yeah, it really is. Yeah, and the whole album is just great. That's very cool. Okay, Leo, well, it's back to you. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bend your mind a little bit here. All right. I'm going to try to, anyway. Okay. Um, if I said the name uh, Michael Boudreau, would that ring any bells with you? Uh, Born to Beau? No. Well, Close. that's a different Michael. Different Michael. Yeah. Uh, how about if I said Ekim Beau? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you remember him? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this, this is a guy we met down in Winfield, yeah. Kansas. We're going back. I don't well, know. Ekim, of course, is Mike. Mike spelled backwards. backwards. Yeah. Right. And his real last name was Boudreau, and he just... Yeah, He's, now I remember. Yeah, he was quite a character. Yeah. And a, a heck of a musician. Remember, he, he would roll into our campsite, and he had this thing. He had a bicycle. He had a bicycle. Uh-huh. And he had this thing that was kind of strapped onto the front of his bike. He never even got off the bike to play it. He would right. just roll up and start playing this thing. And right. I, don't, I don't know. He, he called it a zither. 
Right. Okay. Now listen, the, the one I've I got a, I found a recording of when we bought cassettes from him. Right. In fact, he had a Christmas album that we bought. Mm-hmm. You know, and I remember that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he just kind of dropped out of sight. I found him. Uh, on the internet, I've been trying to get a hold of him. Actually, I sent him some emails and stuff, and he hadn't responded yet. Well, you know, he never cared for you much. Yeah, he didn't like you either. Oh, That's why yeah. he never came back to stage six. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like he didn't like either one of us. He was just such a great guy. Yeah, he was a good dude. But it's hard to explain this instrument, uh, and there's so much visually about it that's hard to explain. Yeah. But uh, the the model he was using on this recording that I got, I managed to find out this much. I think it was a Schwinn. A Schwinn. Oh, you're talking about the instrument, the not instrument. the bike. Okay. Yeah, the different thing. <laughs> it was 126 strings on wow. this thing. And it's like a harp. I mean, you don't, there's no frets. You don't fret mm-hmm. the thing. You have to have the strings and groups and stuff. And uh, he did this. He did this album, and and I picked this song to play for him. So I, I don't know much about him really. Yeah. But I sometimes you just can't you find just can't. much on people. Nah, nah. That's it, usually when I make stuff up. Make but, stuff up. Yeah, yeah, you're better at that than I am. <laughs> okay. yeah. I'm not even sure you belong in our family. I think you might have made that up too. We'll have to figure. I got to talk to mom. Good luck. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> okay. So here's a, here's a recording he did on this thing with 126 strings on it. He did a rendition of Wind Beneath My Wings.
go, man. That's cool, man. Uh, God, I, little, I, I remember him, and I miss him now. The blast from the past. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's well, a cool guy? Nice I hope guy. you hear from him. That'd be fun to get, connect. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to quit trying. I'll see if I can get a hold of him. All right. Now, let's see. I believe it's your turn, Roger. It is. Okay. Uh, a couple years ago, remember back when we were uh, going to all those open mic things back when we could? I absolutely do, yeah. And uh, and I got there early to the spokes. We used to go to the mm-hmm. spokes at Bicycle Shop right. uh, on Wednesdays. And I got to talking to our buddy, Jim McGreevy. Oh, Jim, what a guy. And we're just talking about stuff. And he goes, he goes there's a song that, uh, that you ought to look into. And I go, what is it? And he goes, it's called Single Saddle. Uh, yeah. He said, the Dillards did it. And uh, and and so I looked it up. It, it's a great song. We've d- we've done it a right, few times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought, man, I, I don't think they're the original people. I to remember do this you song. talking to me about this. You said that yeah. it doesn't make sense. And, and I looked into it, and Von Monroe originally recorded that song in um, uh, 1949. And uh, and then the Dillards came back and they recorded it in 1968. Okay, so uh, so 19 years later, right? Uh, The interesting thing is uh, the Dillards they left out a verse and they got some of the words wrong and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it was the Dillards, and you know they didn't have the internets back then to double check and get all the facts exactly correct, like we do, right? Yes. Now uh, Von Monroe is an interesting guy. Uh, He he actually has two stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame: Hmm. one for recording and one for radio performance. Um, But he uh, actually this is kind of cool. In, uh, in 1940, he built uh, a restaurant called The Meadows, and it was a restaurant and nightclub on the west of Boston. And um, after he ceased performing, he continued running into the club until his death in 1973. Really? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I mean, hey, if you want to have a place to play, just build a place and get a hope people come, you know. Of course, the Dillards, uh, you know, they were, they're from local guys from Salem, Missouri. Right. You know, pretty close mm-hmm. to where we, uh, we are. And uh, they were popularly known for their appearance uh, as the Darlings on the Andy Griffith Show. Everybody remembers the Darlings. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they really did um, uh, some very formative uh, early bluegrass stuff, uh, kind of crossover stuff. And they had a steady job. Right. Working on TV. Yeah, right. That's yeah. true. That always helps. <laughs> that right? always helps, yeah. So I, I, I got to listen to both the tunes. I didn't know exactly what to do, so I decided Uh-oh. to go with a mix-up. Uh-oh. Okay, I can't really call it a mashup. It's just the two. Okay. And and both songs are pretty short, uh, so they're really both here uh, in their entirety. Uh, but uh, I, I just went from one into the other, and it, it came out pretty good. So okay. let's listen to Von Monroe first, then the Dillards on Single Saddle. Even I get a tingle ride and clippity clop atop my single saddle. Women, they try to tempt me, but the minute the pantry's empty, I skedaddle. Single Saddle. Leading my horse to water with a clippity clop, I meet a neighbor's daughter. Some of them talk so flowery, but the minute they show their dowry, I'm a straddle, single saddle. Ain't a Philly been born, be she rose or a thorn, gonna keep me from the lone prairie. When they're round and up space, all they ever get are nays from my palomino pal and me. Oh, when they get out of halter for a hitching me to the altar, I skedaddle, 
I am a straddle With a clippity-clop I hop atop my single saddle I get a tingle ride and clippity clop atop my single saddle. Women they try to tempt me, but the minute the pantry's empty, I skedaddle. Single saddle. When they get out a halter for a hitching me to the altar, I skedaddle. I'm a straddle with a clippity clop. I hop atop my single. Saddle in the saddle, single saddle. Cheap it again, a jingle ride and clippity clop atop a single saddle. Women they try to tempt me, but the minute the pantry's empty, I skedaddle, single saddle. Ain't a filly been born, be she rose or a thorn, gonna keep me from the lone prairie. When they're rounding up strays, don't they ever get amazed by my Palomino pal and me? Oh, when I get out a halter for a hitching me to the altar, I skedaddle, single saddle, with a clippity clop, I hop atop my single saddle, single saddle. Single saddle. You know, you give them a little slack on the lyric thing. You remember back on uh, the spontaneous combustion days before the internet and everything? Oh, yeah. I had that big collection of 45s, remember, from my DJ thing? Yes. And we'd sit around for an hour. I'd just play it over and over again. Trying what, what's to, that? What's that? What amazed or? Uh, that? Yeah. Right. Hey, well, I wanted to mention more, one thing about Von Monroe. Yes. We talked about it. You tell him. Oh, well, yeah. It, it just a fun fact, interesting fact. Yeah. Um, the song, uh, Ghost Riders in the Sky. Which Bob Nolan thought was a, a ripoff. Well, Bob Nolan had the chance to record it first. Right, but, but he said he wouldn't do it. Because be- he thought it sounded too much like when Johnny comes, comes marching home. home. Exactly. And it kind of does. It does. But uh, Von Monroe said, hell, hey, I, I don't care. I I'll don't sing care. it. <laughs> and he had the first hit. He had, so the Sons of the Pioneers. They came hit, back later, later and did it. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, Von Monroe had the first hit with uh, that tune. So. Interesting factoid. Yeah. Hey, oh. you know what? What? We are oh, out of time. We are way out of time. Yeah. So we need uh, we need to get out and do a little apologizing. Yeah, it's, it's time, time to meet the neighbors, yeah. I guess. And, so uh, grab that six pack. Uh, we'll go. Uh, we got good beer this time, or did we buy some of that Pabst? Uh, well, just make sure you dust it off. Oh, okay. Okay, I'll dust it off. Okay, well, we'll be right back. This is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. Okay, backing up. We are backing up. We're backing up. We got the sound effects, but it's better when we just lean out the window, you know. Yeah, and go. Hey, the derrieres are here. And it's best when it's like two in the morning. Two in the morning. When we roll in. That's how we make friends and influence people. (laughs) And that's why we... 
we have to take pass the out. six pack around. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. the right thing to do. Yeah, it's the right thing to do. It well, uh, this is the part of the show where we uh, we like to uh, suggest to people, uh, right? Like a make a make a uh, su- yeah, suggest make kind of lead people into the uh, uh, implore might be a good word. I'm uh, thinking, I'm thinking beg, beg, yeah. yeah. Okay, begs. we beg people at this point of the show to go to our websites. Uh, all of them, we're on all the internet, all the inter- and all the Facebook, all the Facebooks. Yes, right. Uh, the one for this show is the. the Derriers. Please, please. Be sure to do the the, the Derriers. Yeah, don't forget the. I mean, yeah, don't forget that. Yeah, if you don't, if you forget that, uh, you're on your own. That's not on yeah, us. That's right. You've been warned. Yeah, and okay. uh, of course, the one for the band is. Well, that would be threetrailswest.com with the number three. Right. Right. Yeah. And you it, can find us there on all the Facebooks and all the internet. So yeah. I mean, it's, we're all over the place. And if you go to either or both of those websites, you will find a lot of content. content yes. and, and if you look at it, uh, we're pretty sure you will be contented. contented but there is so much of it yeah. that you could become confused, confused, in which case you should just contact, contact us, us and we'll help you get that straightened out. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, one other thing is uh, if you go to thedarriers.com, go to the uh, Americana Roadshow tab, and you can find any of our past episodes there, which you can listen to or download and listen to at your leisure. At your leisure, preferably while wearing your leisure, leisure suit. suit. Yeah. Yes. And send yeah. us a picture of that. Oh, if Seriously. you do that, yeah, we'll post it. We'll I guarantee post it. you. Absolutely. All right, Leo. Well, I think it's back to you. Uh, several years ago, um, a project came out called The New Basement Tapes. Yeah. And it was all uh, about Bob Dylan's music, right? Mm-hmm. And it was, a bunch of people were involved in it. And that was the first time I heard Rhiannon Gibbons. Oh, yeah. She's just a marvelous musician. Mm-hmm. And well, then about three years ago, uh, I was out at a local joint in Kansas City called Knuckleheads. Yeah. And uh, there was a guy playing called uh, Dom Flemons. Yes. Again, just a marvelous musician. And then bing, 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 you know, I finally, somebody had to lead me down the path on this one and say, well, don't you know about the Carolina, you know, Carolina chocolate drops? Mm-hmm. I go, not until just immediately right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happens a lot. <laughs> but, but I mean, listen, this is, it's a great bunch of musicians. It's a, um, they are an old time string band and they're basically out of Durham, North Carolina. Uh, and they came out with, um, in 2010, they came out with an album called uh, Genuine Negro Jig, right? Um, mm-hmm. And just, they won a Grammy Award uh, for, for the best traditional folk album at the 53rd Annual Grammy Awards on that thing. But it was also number nine in Roots Magazine's top 10 albums of that year in 2010. But they were pretty amazing. Uh, and they just, the collaboration they had goes on. There's kind of a rotating membership in, in this band. But I'm going to play a cut from... Um, uh, from 2009, and it's called Hit 'em Up Style. On a shopping spree, and on the way, grab Soleil and Mia. And as the cash box rang, I threw everything away. (laughs) 
your hands on his cash and spend it to the last time for all the hard times. When you go, then everything goes from the crib to the ride in the clothes. So you better let him know that if he messes up, you gotta hit him up. To the last time for all the hard times. When you go, then everything goes from the crib to the ride in the clothes. So you better let them know that if they mess up, you gotta hit them up. Hey, ladies, when your man wanna get bug wild, just go back and hit him up style. Get your hands on this cash and spin it to the last and for all the hard times. When you go, then everything goes from the crib to the ride in the clothes. So you better let them know. I'm telling you, that's it. were you dancing? You know you were dancing. Well, you were watching me. I was just running around in my chair. Yeah, and I had to get up. <laughs> well, well, my back was hurting Your a little back bit anyway. Was, you had to stretch it. <laughs> oh, what a great tune! Yeah, that's nice, Leo. All right, let's see. I think it's back to you. I'm going to go back and visit someone that we've played already, but I just I've I've been dying to get back to her, uh, Polly Possum. Polly Possum, remember I've, her? Yeah, I do. Okay, uh, her her actual name was Polly O'Neill. Polly Possum was her her stage name. I could really I, I cannot find much information on her. Okay, but her guitarist is a guy named Joe Wolverton, and he's almost the star of the show. Really? I mean, she's great. I love her singing. Uh, listen to this guy. He was a mentor to Les Paul. Oh, really? So Les Paul first encountered, they called him Sonny Joe, Joe Wolverton, in a Western band. And Les Paul was drooling over the fact uh, of Wolverton's ability to play above the third fret. Oh, I remember hearing about yeah, this. Yeah, you right? We talked about before. that. Yeah, yeah. He played with Spike Jones and the City Slickers for a while, but he, he really played uh, with uh, Polly Possum. But here's the thing about it. 
listen to this guy because she's singing and she's singing her heart out, and he's in the background just screwing around. <laughs> I got a little. I mean, bad. you know, he's so good. You know, you, you can play anything, and he's just wailing away. And and she sings something, and then he plays something that's just you know, and it, it's like kind of inappropriate almost, but it's just great. I love it. Uh, inappropriate in a really good way. In a very good way. Yeah. So listen to this. Polly Possum, uh, along with Joel Wolverton doing Don't Cry Baby. Don't cry baby Don't cry baby Dry your eyes and let's be sweethearts again You know I didn't mean to ever treat you so mean Come on sweetheart, let's try it over again Baby, dry your eyes and let's be sweethearts again. Bill gets wound up. When he gets wound up, that's, that's what it sounds like. That's the kind of stuff like. he yeah. does, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to see him. Uh, well, I suppose uh, probably... Um, he probably knows all about this guy. He yeah, probably he does. He knows yeah. everything. And so. she's a great singer, man. I just I love her singing, but he just distracts me, so... <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Hey, what? I think we are about out of time. Oh, we did. We have way too much We've fun. had a little too much fun, yeah, but yeah. Uh, we got to figure out where we're going next week. Oh, that's right. we got to <clears> throw the dart. So I threw the dart last week. My so turn? Your turn to throw the dart. Okay. Uh, I'll get the map. Okay. Uh, back, back in the closet, right? Yep. Back uh, in the closet. Here. 
the, uh, under the coat. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, okay. Okay, yeah. Got it. Okay, okay, okay wait, wait, wait up there. Oh boy, boy, that okay, I'll be careful. Oh, I'll be careful. Man. Yeah. It looks like fine lace. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we shone light. It might look like a constellation. It might. Yes. Yeah. Or not. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think it's good. I think it's good. Okay. okay. You right. get the dart. Oh, the dart. In yeah. spoon drawer number two. Two. Yeah. Okay. And now be careful. I sharpened it. Back here. Be careful. Okay. Okay. Oh, All right. Oh, here it oh, got, it. got it? Yep. Okay. Okay, here we go. Okay. So get over in the circle. I hate this part, really. I know, I know. It makes me want to throw up. Watch your vertigo. Okay, I'm, I'm Are you ready? Yep. Here we go. Uh-huh. One, One two, two, three. Throw the dart, throw the dart. Oh, oh we oh, went west. Oh, pretty look, far oh. west. Oh, Nevada? Oh, really? Oh, you're not going to believe this. What? Las Vegas, Nevada. Viva Las Vegas. Rosie's going to be great driving down the street uh, in the strip in Las Vegas. That'll be fun. She'll fit right in. Yeah. She'll fit right in. Awesome. Excellent. Okay. Well, uh, this has been a good time. It's been a little bit weird, but yeah, that's that's what it usually is. Yeah, that's true. All right. Okay. Well, we'll get packed up, get out of here tomorrow, and uh, we'll be back next week uh, with another Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. And remember to look out behind you. It's the Derriere.